Welcome to Beach Athletics All Access, where you get an inside look at the great coaches, student athletes, alumni, and supporters that make Long Beach State Athletics so special. I'm your host, Rob Clark, Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Relations. Welcome to Beach All Access Podcast, an inside look at Long Beach State sports and the great people around our program. Today we are joined by our women's softball head coach, Kim Souter. How you doing today, Kim? I'm doing great. Great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So we want to get to know you. So okay. that's, that's the purpose <laughs> of this podcast. So um, from day one, you've, you've always loved softball. How did you develop that love of softball that you have? Um, I really just uh, kind of grew up with two older brothers that uh, played sports. I had a dad who played sports, played baseball at uh, ASU, and just started off going to my brother's practices when I was five years old and uh, kind of just, you know, ended up playing baseball first. That was the first uh, team I played for the Dodgers because I was too young to play softball at that point and uh just uh from there kind of played baseball then played softball and pretty much played a bunch of different sports throughout my entire life so um back then they didn't really make you focus on you know picking one sport at a time which was nice so I was able to to play three four different sports when I was in high school and I think uh, the reason I chose softball is I was given an opportunity, was asked to play uh, with a club team that I didn't know of at the time, um, was a very good club team. And a lot of t people told me I was crazy if I, I passed up the opportunity. So um, I did, I ended up joining the Gordons Panthers and uh, that's really where my, uh, love of softball took off it was uh, I had no idea how good this team was but uh, they had won a lot of national championships had a phenomenal coach and um, the thing that was so great about this team was was the players they they welcomed me in right away and uh, they ended up being they're all of my best friends now but uh, just the level of softball that they were playing um, was phenomenal. Um, I was challenged um, on that team to to really, you know, improve my game, and um, it was it was a lot of fun more than anything. I mean, it it never seemed like work. Um, we were just always, you know, out competing and enjoying ourselves, and um, yeah, that's, that's where it great. started. So, so what other sports did you play? So you played a few other sports. I played soccer, soccer, I played volleyball, and I played a little bit of basketball. But I'd say soccer was definitely um, the other sport that uh, I loved a lot and was choosing between. And I, there was just a little bit more opportunities at that time um, with softball and um, just getting the opportunity to play with the Gordon Panthers was, you know, something that kind of just made that decision, I guess, pretty easy for me to, to go in the direction of softball. Absolutely. What's incredible is, is reading a lot of studies recently that multi-sport athletes are more prepared for a collegiate career. And here you are, a multi-sport athlete, developed your love of softball, and then you became the Hall of Famer, right? I know you don't like talking about this, but 
you are a, a member of the Long Beach State Hall of Fame, and so you had a storied career. I mean, some of those things our, our fans can read them on the website, but all-time stolen base leader, uh, top in career at bats, runs, hits, sacrifices, defensively, uh, top four in, in uh, assist marks. I mean, incredible, incredible stuff here. So with all that, before you became a member of, of beach softball, how did you, how'd you choose Long Beach State? Um, Long Beach State was a team that um, was up and coming, I think, at the time. And probably um, two years before um, I came to Long Beach, Long Beach State made their first uh, appearance in the College World Series. So I knew it was a team that was, you know, one of the top teams in the country was really getting better. And uh, I wanted to compete for a national championship. I wanted to compete, um, you know, with a team that I felt had the opportunity to possibly play in the College World Series and compete for a national championship. So that was one of the things that attracted me. Um, I love the coaching staff, um, and I love the fact that it was close to home. Um, I have a tight family, love having my parents be able to, you know, be a part and watch watch me play. So I think in my heart, I always wanted to be somewhat close to home. I wanted the opportunity to move out and have that experience, um, but be able to have them be able to come and watch and, and support along with, uh, you know, other team members and their families. So, so walk us through, you got to Long Beach State and you started your career and, and obviously started having success right away. What, what was your student athlete experience like? Talk to us through what, what was it like to be a student athlete? Um, it was a lot of fun. Just uh, <laughs> had a lot of fun, uh, made a lot of friends, uh, was just a blast. We had so many great sports teams and, um, I just remember always competing at the end, battling, trying to, you know, win, win the regional championships to, to get to a college world series. And that the baseball team was always doing the same thing at the same time. And those were a lot of our friends. So it, it was fun to, to, you know, compete together. And, and we felt like we we're all fighting, you know, um, for the same thing and fighting for each other. Our basketball programs were awesome. Our volleyball programs were, were great. So it was just, it was fun to be, be good and, and uh, you know, always um, trying to, you know, reach for the top and, and uh, support each other. And the, the teammates, the, the other student athletes was probably the funnest part um, of my career absolutely any any student athletes you are still friends with you keep in touch with at this time well um i keep in touch with a lot of them especially you know my teammates on the softball team i mean some of them are my very best friends and you know being the the head coach here we're always reaching out to our alumni and i'm i'm so proud of our alumni and and just uh what they do for our program and the the standards that they set um, and it, it's great to see them come back for a lot of our events and, and support, uh, you know, our program. Uh, being, being a former student-athlete myself, just the friendships you develop are incredible, but the memories you create. W what are some of those memories? A couple, maybe that one or two that uh, come, come to your mind as you think of your student-athlete experience that really 
embodied your experience here at Long Beach State as a softball student athlete? Um, I think mainly it it's not necessarily the times that we're on the field, but more of just celebrating the times after of what we accomplished as a team. You know, uh, winning the regionals three years in a row, we beat Fullerton to, to go to the College World Series. So That's just, always great. Yeah, just, <laughs> uh, you know, those times celebrating after, I mean, being at the College World Series and the van rides, you know, and it's pouring rain and just the music and, you know, just spending time with, with our the fellow teammates, um, you know, trying to cheer for the other teams, the other programs coming together at their their games and, and really pulling for them to – to, you know, win their regionals or win their championships. Those are those are the times that uh, I remember the most. So you finish your pro- prolific Hall of Fame career and, and you come to this conundrum that every student athlete and frankly every student faces. Oh, no, what am I going to do with the rest of my life now that this is this is over? How did you make that transition from being a student athlete to a coach? Um, I just... Once, once I finished playing, I didn't n- always know that I wanted to be a coach. I, I played in a professional fast-pitch league right after I had graduated from uh, college and just was talking with a coach at the time, and he asked if I'd be interested in coaching and kind of had, had a friend that was looking, you know, for an assistant coach, and I said, yes, I would be interested. I mean, it, sports has been a a part of my life and I've had so many great coaches you know that have inspired me so it was certainly something that uh, I was interested in and um, just I got the opportunity um, up at UOP uh, Brian Colsey um, had offered me a job as an assistant coach um, and I just uh, I, I, I mean it it's it's different being a coach than a player, but it's the bottom line. It's it's competition. It's still com- you're still trying to find a way. Um, you're you're practicing every day. You're trying to get better at what you do. And I just think being an athlete, student athlete, prepared me for you know the gave me the skills that I needed in the workplace as a to be a coach and to work with team. You know with with a team and just the discipline and the adaptability, all those things that, that you need, I learned playing my sport. Absolutely. So. The time management, the I mean, everything. You, you learn that as a student athlete. Absolutely. So you made that transition. You were, at, you were coaching out at Pacific, and then Long Beach State came calling. How did this, how did this all get you back home? Well, I I was actually engaged at the time, and my fiancé was down here. So I was kind of at a crossroads if I was, do I keep on, continue to coach, or do I move back home? And, you know, I was going to start working on my teaching credential. You know, I knew I wanted to coach. Maybe it was going to be at the high school level if I couldn't find something you know, local near my family, because that was, you know, a big priority for me was to to be close to my family. So for this, this assistant coaching job opened up and uh, I was just really, really lucky and fortunate to to be able to be close to my family and coach at my alma mater and do what I absolutely love to do. 
Incredible. Yes. We, we talk a lot about family as an athletic department and the importance of building that family culture within our teams, within our staff, and 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 you talk about family literally drawing you back here. Um, how did you then readapt to being coach at Long Beach State and then eventually move from being an assistant to head coach? Um, I, I was very familiar, obviously, with the program, and I was uh, coaching with Pete Manorino, who was my coach for four years, and I got along very well with him, and it seemed like an, a pretty easy um, transition uh, coming in here, um, knowing the program, knowing what I wanted as a student athlete to um, be able to come in and coach, and it's it's just been a lot of fun. I mean, it it really hasn't ever seemed like work to me. It's it's more like a competition and getting to play a game all the time. Um, so I I absolutely love it. Um, there definitely is a transition from assistant coach to head coach. You start to have to think a little bit more, and you know, uh, you know, constantly. I think it, it's harder just to turn things off. I guess. Um, as a head coach than it was as an assistant coach. But, uh, you know, the work, all that, uh, you know, I don't feel like is, is much different. Hey, I've always been impressed with you. We've talked many times in the weight room and other places about your family and how you've been able to harmonize being a great parent and a great head coach. How, how do you pull that off? How do you pull off being a great parent and a great coach? Well, I hope I'm a great parent <laughs> and a great coach. But I i mean, my husband, my family, my parents, uh, you have to have a, a great support system in place. And there's, I mean, without a doubt, I could not have done uh, this job and, and been, you know, a, a parent to, to my kids. I mean, it would be impossible for me to do this without, without their support and just, uh, you know, them being there all the time, you know, and, and picking up a lot of the times that I'm not there and, and doing the extra, you know, as a parent. So, um, I, I mean, it really comes down to, to having family and having that support system. And, and you, so you're back along Beach state, I mean, obviously having a great career coaching and, and tremendous success in our softball program to you, what makes Long Beach state such a great place to coach? I think family. I think family is is the number one thing. I'm, I I've been the head coach here for this is my eleventh year, and most of the head coaches have been here longer than I have. Um, and it's just it's really neat to feel the support from the other coaches and and really to to learn from them. I I feel so fortunate to to work amongst so many uh, great coaches that are just they care. Um, they're very supportive, and it, it's been great to watch them and, and their families grow up here. Um, the support staff that we have within the athletic department and really all over the university. You call anywhere on, on campus, and they want to help that day, you know. And I, it's, it's definitely the, the people, the family environment you get. We have a pretty big campus here. But it has never felt like that. It feels like a very small campus of people that have been here together supporting each other. And I, I, the family feel is definitely my favorite thing about this university. So there's some exciting news about the program coming up with the uh, facility upgrade. 
and there have been talks of a soccer softball clubhouse being built. Can you talk to us about the impact of, of such a, a great facility project, what it would entail, and, and how it could impact the program? Um, I, I think it would be huge for our program to, you know, have a new uh, locker room facility. I kind of, I, I feel like a locker room is the family room to our home out there, to our backyard that we play in every day. It's, it's someplace where we can gather together as a family and, and really prepare every day for practices and, you know, just build our culture even stronger in there, advertise our culture, see it every day when we're in there, um, get through the tough times and, um, you know, the adversity that you deal with. You can go in and have your own private family home there to, to kind of work through things, and uh, it would mean a lot to our program. I mean, we have great people. We have, you know, the the top support in the country and and to to add the facility on top of that would can't get any better so as we were talking beforehand you mentioned and referenced the world series with the cubs had a little issue and and they came back in talk to yeah. us how how that's similar to what what could happen with us too i just when when i look at the cubs and they you know they were kind of deflated there in that seventh inning with uh with that big comeback you know and the rain came on and, uh, you know, they kind of were devastated and they had a little little time out there, a little rain delay. They went into the locker room there and had maybe 10 minutes, 10 minutes to just gather around, have a little meeting, get their minds straight, remember what they were all about. Um, and they just came out and uh, really turned things around. And I think it was a, a really big deal to them winning that uh, Game 7 in the World Series. So it's just a private place that you can go, feel comfortable with your family. And, uh, you know, sometimes you need that. It's, it's, it's a game full of uh, adversity, and uh, it's nice to have, have a place like that to turn things around and it's incredible we've already had a few donors step up like the, the leafstead family and and others are stepping up right now to support this project if you're interested about the project go ahead on longbeestate.com and uh, look up under our facilities we'll have that updated as well uh, under the beach athletic club but uh incredible as it's moving forward and a really unprecedented opportunity for us we are so excited and and so grateful to Doug and Sandy Leafstadt for their support of our program and really stepping up and uh, President Connolly to, to back this and uh, really giving us her full support. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate and uh, just, you know, we're going to work hard to do everything we can to, uh, you know, make this thing happen. And uh, we're, we're very grateful and can't wait to have our first meeting in there. Absolutely. Now, as, as a as a coach, um, we're shifting gears a little bit here from the facility project. As a coach, every successful coach runs into an, some type of adversity, whether it be the the grind of the season. There's always that point where you've got to fight through uh, some type of adversity. Um, what's your thought process and your coaching philosophy on how, how do you overcome this adversity and, and use it as an opportunity to, to move forward positively? Uh, with our sport, that's the attitude that you absolutely have to have. We've uh, we've used the Energy Bus book written by John Gordon for the past 
eight or nine years now, and um, it's just it's just a way to look at at everything in life and find a positive message in it. Sometimes you have to look a little bit harder, but we worked very hard uh, building our culture um, around this book, and it's it's just. Um, the way you, the way you look at things, um, each of our girls, they they uh, they teach a couple chapters in the book and we rate relate it to to softball and uh, just how you need to be resilient. And uh, E plus P equals O. You have an event plus your perception equals the outcome. And, um, you know, we always try to have the right perspective. And if we don't, we have teammates there that are going to help us. And sometimes coaches need help as well. So um, I thought last year, last season, we did an outstanding job with three very, um, you know, good players that were starter impact players for us all went down and ended up having to to redshirt last year and our our team really you know they rallied behind it and uh you know found a way to to finish the season strong and and get into the postseason so um it's definitely part of our sport and uh it's just fun to fun to always find the the good message in in adversity and um, like I said, sometimes you have to look a little bit harder, but there's always a good message to everything. Absolutely. Now, as you've uh, you've gone through, coaching's changing a little bit here as the student athletes are changing, millennial generation coming in, social media is a major push in all of this. In the midst of all of this, and you might have referenced this with, with uh, having student athletes teach about chapters of, of John Gordon's book, how do you develop leadership uh, among your team? You know, we just we just talk about it. We talk about what we want to be a part of, what we want our program to look like and and not only what we want it to look like, but what does that mean every day when you show up to the field? What what does a good positive attitude look like? You know, the sacrifices that you need to make to you know, there, there's so many different parts of it, and we we talk about it a lot. We, you know, take ideas from books. We do a little bit of mental training to, you know, always try to get our minds right and in a, a positive positive space. Um, we, we spend a lot more time on this than I, I think we have, uh, you know, in the past. Uh, we we spend, you know, a couple hours a week, I would say, talking um, about the mental part of the game and how we can be positive and how we can have plans for adversity um, where, you know, we might not have, we, we may have only done an hour, you know, every month or every semester. So we just, we spend a lot more time on it, um, you know, getting the mind right. Absolutely. And, and as we do that, and continue to build that culture of leadership it has it translates on the field oh 100 percent. i mean i it, i believe it all begins with character and you know we we talk about that on day one and that's the most important thing and and the thing that we have control over is our character how we handle ourselves and it doesn't mean to be perfect but it's it's trying to be the best people that we can be the best teammates um just uh, the best student athletes and you know we want to represent this university with a lot of pride for for all especially all the opportunities that we've all been given here 
And you do. We, we're so proud of our softball student-athletes. So, I mean, I think all of us have, who've been on campus or have any interaction with them have been so impressed, not only with the character, but how polite they are, how welcoming they are, and, and inclusive. I've seen them at multiple sports attending other teams' games as well. And so it's, I think that's a testament to the program that you're building and, and the leadership that you're building. Why I wanted to ask you. A lot of these questions, Kim. Well, thank you. <laughs> now, last question. We have a lot of fans listening. And with our fans listening out there, what message would you like to share with them? Um, I would just love to to have everyone come out and uh, watch a game. We have so many uh, great games uh, that we're hosting this year on campus and uh we have a, a group of 24 girls that are working extremely hard. Um, they are, I'm really proud of just who they are as people. And uh, they, they really want to make this, this university proud, this athletic department proud, um, and uh, really want to bring people together. And uh, I hope you can come out um, and just uh, see how well they work together. Um, and, and see the effort that they're putting forth. Great. Well, Kim, thanks for joining our podcast today. We appreciate everything you're doing. Good luck with the upcoming season. Thank you. The Beach All Access Podcast is a presentation of the Long Beach State Radio Network on K Beach. Go Beach!